Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why MidwayUSA offers super fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Boat Trader, America's largest boating marketplace, offering easy financing and over 100,000 boat listings to choose from. Sell, find, and finance new or used boats on America's largest boating marketplace. Visit BoatTrader.com to get started. Welcome to Season 4, Episode 84 of the North American Outdoors Podcast. My name is Heidi Rayo, and I'm coming to you from the great state of Texas. Last week, we introduced bows and arrows, the different types of bows, the different types of arrows and the components. This week, we are going to talk about the love of archery. There are several different ways that you can get involved and enjoy this lifelong sport of archery. The first way we're going to talk about is what's called target archery. Target archers shoot at circular targets, which are fixed at specific marked distances. Archers shoot on a level field with their feet or the wheels of the wheelchair on either side of a stationary shooting line. Archers may use longbows, recurves, and even compound bows in target archery. This discipline is also associated with specific targets and rules made by the World Archery Federation. This federation is formally known by its French acronym as FITA or FIDA. It was founded on the 4th of September in 1931 in Poland. This sets the rules and standards for international archery competition. Shooting in target archery is timed during competitions. It's timed usually with a large digital clock or a series of lights to signify when it's safe to shoot. Spectators are always welcome at tournaments, although large crowds of onlookers usually only appear at the highest levels of competition. Even though archery is a very focused sport, Many archers feel very encouraged when they have that fan base cheering them on. Cheering them on only after their round of shooting is complete. Of course, it's just like golf. You do not want to be a distraction while the archer is being focused on their target. Target archery has an indoor season. There is fall and winter shooting that target archers compete at distances of 18 or 25 meters inside of a building. Targets are in world archery colors with a yellow bullseye surrounded by rings of red, blue, black, and white. For competition at 18 meters, targets come in two varieties. There is a single spot at 40 centimeters and a three spot, which are the same size, but with fewer scoring rings. Archers commonly use three-spot targets to prevent damaging their arrows when they anticipate shooting tight groups. There's also an outdoor season. This is during the spring and summertime, and target archers compete at further distances and shoot outside on a field. Adult men shoot at 30, 50, 
70, and 90 meters, while adult women shoot at 30, 50, 60, and 70 meters. Archers and other divisions, such as junior or master classes, compete at different distances. The same applies to archers with disabilities, although they may also choose to enter simultaneously in the standard divisions. For more information, check out the World Archery website for rules specific to target archery. There are many associations where you can get involved in target archery at the local, regional, or even the national level where you can get involved with tournaments and even get ranked. Many countries feature separate indoor and outdoor national tournaments. USA Archery hosts the National Indoor Target Championship during the winter in several regions. The results of the separate competitions are compared to each other so that rankings can be posted. The National Field Archery Association, or NFAA, also hosts a major target-style event in Las Vegas each year during the indoor season. In late summer, both USA Archery and NFAA host National Target Archery events. Each tournament takes place in a venue where hundreds of shooters compete over several days. Keep on practicing, building your skill, and getting ranked, and every four years, you have a chance at going for the gold. Olympic archery is the ultimate apex of target archery. In many ways, the Olympics are the culmination of recurve target archery. Archers may train for years before making their nation's team for each Olympic or Paralympic Games. These happen every four years in August or September, respectively. More than 140 countries compete in archery during the Olympic Games. The Olympic round consists of exciting match play elimination rounds for both men's and women's classes. Archers also shoot in a fast-paced team round. During all Olympic round competitions, archers shoot with recurve bows, and they compete at 70 meters. They aim at targets measuring 122 centimeters across, with a bullseye slightly larger than a softball. The next type of archery is called field archery. Some relate field archery as a blend between bows, arrows, and golf. This is probably because of the different course layouts, the varying challenges presented by each target, and the fact that archers tend to shoot in groups as they navigate the course. Field archery features targets set at a variety of marked distances over rough terrain, often in rural or wooded areas. One of the goals of field archery is to help an archer become more proficient in 3D and target archery by challenging him or her with unusual terrain. In field archery, archers shoot from pegs set in the ground that are painted different colors for the distances appropriate to each division. The most common type of bow used in field archery is the compound bow, with a sight and a rear peep sight. Recurves and traditional bows are also used, and all archers shoot arrows with field tips. Targets may be flat or three-dimensional, and they are set at marked or unmarked distances. Mastering the challenges of a field course can be exciting. In field archery, 
targets may be arranged on a slope so the archer must shoot uphill or even downhill. Sometimes the angles are so steep that the archer may do best to kneel on one knee for increased stability. In the United States, there are two major organizations that oversee field archery, the National Field Archery Association and the World Archery Federation. Both allow for indoor as well as the more popular outdoor styles of field archery. An outdoor field archery course sanctioned by the NFAA will have marked yardages for each of the 28 targets. These are divided up into two suits of 14 each. Some courses only have space for 14 targets, and so archers will shoot the course twice to make a full round. Rules vary according to the course and the event. The type of target may be a field round, a hunter round, or an animal round. Depending on the rules of that tournament, will be given the distances, the furthest target set, and the types of targets that you will be shooting. An outdoor field archery course sanctioned by World Archery will have two suits of 12 targets for 24 total targets. Again, rules will vary depending on the course and the event. You may have marked rounds, unmarked rounds, mixed rounds, or combined rounds. Again, depending on the type of event you're shooting will determine the rules for that event. Another type of archery is called 3D archery. This is a subset of field archery, and it's characterized by its use of life-size, three-dimensional animal targets made from foam. The primary goal of shooting 3D archery is to improve your skills as a hunter. But in recent years, this discipline has attracted a growing number of competitive-minded archers who are interested in shooting good 3D scores as they are getting involved in bow hunting. Because most bow hunters have to guess distances during the hunt, 3D target distances are usually unmarked. Oftentimes, one of the most challenging aspects of this type of archery is learning how to estimate distance. The targets themselves have a set of scoring rings with the higher points generally centered over areas such as the heart, liver, or lungs. As with field archery, broadheads are not allowed for shooting at foam targets. Also, for the colder months, many 3D archery groups have an indoor range where they can practice until they can return to their outdoor courses. Many 3D competitions feature a wide range of prizes, including cash and equipment. Depending on the resources of the club and the number of participants who enter the competition, the stakes are pretty high when you get involved in 3D archery and you're competing against your friends. Another type of archery is called traditional archery. Whether you're fascinated with history or entranced by the legend of Robin Hood, or Katniss Everdeen has sparked your interest in archery after watching The Hunger Games, if you want the challenge of shooting without a sight or other modern adaptations, traditional archery might be just the right fit for you. Traditional archery means different things to different people. For some, it means shooting a longbow or a recurve without sights, stabilizers, or other equipment. In this case, many traditional archers choose to shoot with carbon fiber arrows 
or they use a string made from durable synthetic materials. Others feel that to shoot traditionally, you must be shooting bows and arrows made only from natural materials such as wood, horn, and bird feathers. Although most traditional archers shoot bows made with modern techniques, there are other types to admire. Some archers value the historical accuracy and prefer bows and arrows that are crafted using traditional techniques. They also may favor leather and other natural products when choosing arm guards, gloves, quivers, and other gear and accessories. Traditional bows may be very simple or very complex. One type of traditional bow is known as the self bow. This is crafted from a single piece of wood and is the oldest type of bow known to man. It has been found in many places all over the world. This may be due to the fact that it can be made from many varieties of wood with simple chopping, scraping, and shaving tools in a very short period of time. Keep in mind that the quality of self-bows can vary greatly, and when they are allowed to dry out, they may become brittle and could splinter or even break when drawn. An example of a more complex traditional bow is a composite recurve. The composite recurve was made famous by the Mongolian armies of Emperor Genghis Khan. This type of bow has a unique C shape when unstrung. It consists of three main parts bound together by animal glue, a wooden core, a layer of horn on the side facing the archer, and a layer of sinew on the back. Neither the self-bow or the traditional composite recurve are common at target, field, or 3D archery competitions. You always want to check the tournament director before signing up for competition when wanting to use these types of bows. Some archers feel a connection with history when they shoot traditional archery. The question becomes, what kind of history do you find most interesting? Some like the idea of shooting something exotic. Others want a bow style connected with their family heritage. Generally, only longbows and recurves with draw weights under 60 pounds will be eligible for target or field archery competitions. These can be made of modern materials, but must not have stabilizers or a sight. Many shooters new to traditional archery wonder how they can aim accurately without the help of a sight. This technique is called instinctive shooting. You can even use archery to help relive the past. Some archers enjoy historical recreation, such as organizations that rely on focusing and studying medieval European cultures. This type of archery is generally performed for combat reenactment with recurves or longbows under 30 pounds of draw weight and arrows that are fitted with blunt tips. There are organizations out there, do some research, and you can find some very interesting ways that you can continue your sport and passion in archery. One of the oldest styles of archery, as well as one of the most ancient methods of hunting, is bow hunting. Although many modern hunters may use state-of-the-art equipment, some also hunt with traditional bows and aiming methods. 
many people who hunt are drawn to bow hunting because they feel it requires more skill, more practice, more pre-work than hunting does with a rifle. As in field archery, the bow hunter may simply enjoy the beauty of nature or the solitude of wooded areas. Whatever their reasons, bow hunters face challenges and enjoy benefits which are unique to this form of archery. Remember that bow hunting seasons and rules vary from state to state, province to province, and country to country. Bow hunting requires a state issued license and is allowed only during certain seasons. These typically start in September or early October and can span from a few weeks to over four months. Bow hunting seasons are typically longer than gun hunting seasons because the harvesting or success rate is much lower for archers than for rifle shooters. Becoming a bow hunter requires much more than just learning how to shoot. A bow hunter must learn the limitations of their equipment and of themselves. They must study the behaviors, biology, habitat, and anatomy of the game animals they intend to hunt since they will be shooting within a very close range of these animals. They must excel in their ability to judge distances to guarantee a quick, clean, and ethical kill to the vital zone of the animal. Bow hunters must have discipline and self-control to pass on a shot that is not ideal. They must build this knowledge base through research, practice, and dedication to the sport and animals they intend to hunt. Bow hunters spend countless hours practicing and preparing for their hunt. A year's worth of training may boil down to just one shot. By working on their shooting form and consistency of each arrow being released, shot placement is crucial. 3D archery helps the bow hunter prepare for proper shot placement. Shooting at 3D targets displayed at different angles, like broadside or quartering away, the shooter improves their accuracy and precision with hitting a vital organ such as the heart, liver, and lungs, again, for that quick, clean, and ethical kill when they're in the field. The size and angle of the vital organs change with every turn of the animal. Bow hunting is the oldest form of archery and one of the earliest traditions of hunting. Many people who want to hunt enjoy the sport of bow hunting for several reasons. Everyone enjoys being surrounded by the beauty of nature and all the sounds to hear and sights to see while sitting quietly, camouflaged against their environment. Before you hit the field during hunting season, make sure you have the proper licenses, tags, and are following the rules and regulations of the area that you plan to hunt. Hunter education is currently required in all of North America, including Canada, Mexico, and several other countries. A separate bow hunter education course is required in many of the states and provinces to comply with the bow hunting laws and regulations in those jurisdictions. Currently, Bow hunter education is required to have in these 14 states and provinces Alaska, Connecticut, Idaho, Maine, Montana, Nebraska, New Brunswick, New Hampshire, New Jersey, 
New York, Nova Scotia, Quebec, Rhode Island, and Vermont. Although Bowhunter education is offered through the rest of the country and several other countries, it is all under a reciprocity agreement, whereas if you take a Bowhunter education course in an area that's not required or is a voluntary course, it is recognized across North America to legally bowhunt with another state's Bowhunter education course. Again, make sure you check your rules and regs to do the right thing when you're out there hunting and enjoying the season. There is no better classroom than the outdoors, roaming the woods and waters, and making memories that will last a lifetime. This is Heidi Rayo, and you've hired another North American Outdoors podcast. For more information, visit NorthAmericanOutdoors.org and follow me on Instagram at North American Outdoors. Have a great day. Spend your Saturdays with life on the water. Join Captain Brandon Simmons for fishing, diving, travel, and so much more. You want to succeed. You want to fish. You want to be one of the greatest. Oh, look at that thing, dude. Wow. Oh. <laughs> Let's see what kind of trouble we can get into today. Don't miss Life on the Water every Saturday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. <laughs> the destination for outdoor entertainment.